Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And you can go online to sunburymotors.com. Great line of Fords, Lincolns, Kias, Hyundais, and great pre owned inventory. And get the buying process started from the comfort of your own living room at sunburymotors.com. Play-by-play call of the day, and then we will get to uh, Cindy Bourne from the Washington Post. High fly ball to center field. It's hit pretty well toward the wall. Goal! get a couple of months there no I'm just kidding <laughs> that's a joke uh, Pirates had a great run in the uh, early to uh, mid 2010s that was Greg Brown Greg Brown's an excellent announcer by the way great great guy even better guy off the air uh, so Andrew McCutcheon with that great moment all right it's uh it's Time to, I think it's the cats and everything. Uh, Cindy Bourne joins us in the Washington Post. Cindy, welcome. Great to have you with us. <laughs> it is. It's the cat, Ozzy. <laughs> Ozzy. Hello, Ozzy. How are you today? Maybe I shouldn't wake Ozzy up. He's, uh, he just came down. He knew I was going to go on the radio, so he came down and he plopped in my lap. <laughs> and it's, yeah. you know, 95 degrees, so that's really pleasant. Oh, yeah. that's really fabulous. <laughs> but, well, it's good to have Ozzy back. It's even better to have you back. So <laughs> thanks Thank so much. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thanks so much for your time. The NBA is going to be back. Uh, they have gone about their negotiations, and as did the NHL, by the way, and MLS, completely in a different way than Major League Baseball. Why is that, Cindy? Well, you know, the Players Association is is stronger um, in the NBA. Uh, baseball has traditionally had uh, kind of a problem when it comes to yeah. labor issues. And, you know, baseball just doesn't get it. Um, you know, I... I I, I guess you have to put that on Rob Manfred. I'm surprised. I thought he would be better at this than he has been. Um, you know, I mean, Adam Silver, Adam Silver gets it, and Rob Manfred doesn't. And um, you know, I think there's probably also a little more money um, involved with the NBA players who wouldn't be getting paid. Um, and you know, the NBA and MLB players wouldn't either. But you know, the paychecks are just astronomical so they don't care i i i'm baffled by it but but i'm going to put it down to the union being a little stronger yeah no i agree uh before i get to the actual nba getting back itself i have to ask you about wes unseld uh because wes unseld uh look i I remember when he came out of louisville Mm -hmm. what i mean and this is a guy that 
won the finals MVP and averaged less than 10 points per game. That should tell everybody everything about the mm-hmm. team guy he was. Mm-hmm. Cindy, everyone says he was just a great guy to be around, a great leader, strong personality. He was. Um, talk about a guy who made everybody better. Yes. Um, you know, on the court. I mean, he just lifted everyone. Um, and he was, uh, he was. He was a very um, uh, compassionate person, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was also, you know, clearly very smart. Um, you know, he was a, a great basketball talent and a good talent evaluator as well. Um, you know, he was he was very, very highly regarded here in Washington, and not just because of, you know, his ties to the, the old bullets when, uh, right. they were, you know, during their glory days, um, which were so long ago. Yeah. Um, you know, he managed to kind of transcend that. I think, you know, you might not remember some of the people from old-time uh, championship teams, you know, when you've had a, a long uh, uh, drought, but people remembered Wes. You know, he was just always a DC figure and always a leader. You know, and leaders are something that we kind of uh, are learning are important. I think. Yes, we're learning that uh, without question, and and not only that, but he was not somebody who bragged about what he did. No. They poured that money he and his wife did into that school in Baltimore, which I think his wife is still the principal of, and I think his daughter teaches at, right? And they poured that money, and he didn't tell anybody anything about it until after the school was open. No, he was uh, sort of... um you know, the anti-Instagram influencer, you know, <laughs> if there is such a thing. Yes. Um, uh, you know, he didn't do it. Uh, he didn't do it for any reason other than because, you know, it, it came from the heart. Well, you know what's interesting, though? Here's And I'll, this will be my last question about him because it will go on to other things. But we were just talking about labor and, and management. He had a series of one-year deals. Mm-hmm. He and A. Pollen would sit down. And they'd each write out a figure, and they'd pick the higher number. Right now, what kind of I mean, that, you want to talk about trust? Yeah. Right now, Abe was a very loyal, loyal individual. Maybe some would say loyal to a fault, but was very, very loyal. And then sometimes I wonder if how much that of that is missing in sports today. Well, you know, what? <clears throat> excuse me, I was just going to go there. Um, it, it's remember back back in the old days, um, but you know there. There was a time when owners were sportsmen. Now, they might not have been, you know, talented athletes or anything like that, but there was a a realization that they were in it for the game, not necessarily for the profit. And, you know, now, you know, I'm not going to say that they were poor um, by any means, but, you know, they were were actual sportsmen, and, and... there were very few women, so there were sportsmen. But, uh, you know, I mean, back in the days, I, I worked in Kansas City in my first job. And I remember Lamar Hunt and what he was yeah. like. Um, you know, and and um, uh, even Ewing Kaufman, the owner of the Royals. You know, that there's, in New York, when I also worked in New York, there was kind of that same thing with the, uh, certainly not with the Yankees, but, well, a little bit with the Yankees. I mean, Steinbrenner was difficult, but... Um, you know, there was that. Uh, the Giants owners were were that way. The Maras, um, the Maras, yeah. Wellington, yeah, Wellington Mara. Um, and you just don't, you know. Now you see consortiums of uh, headed up by an athlete, a Hall of Famer, but you know, basically a hedge fund owning the, the teams. <laughs> 
and it's just not the same. No. And you know what? They'll cut you. They'll cut you in an instant. Rather, you know, if you if you rip your Achilles and uh, or you know whatever. And you know, I mean, look in Washington here. Um, the Lerner family owns the Nationals, right? Yes, I don't yeah. know if you noticed this. Yes. But they were trying to they were trying to um, go cheap with the minor leaguers and mm-hmm. cut their salaries. That's I right. mean, they make four hundred dollars a week. Yeah. Something like that. And Sean Doolittle piped up and said, you know, uh, we're going to pay. You know, we'll pay. And made the, the learners, who are billionaires, look like cheapskates. Yeah. And finally, you know, evidently they do have a level of shame, which is nice. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, you just don't see that among other owners. And um, uh, the learners finally were kind of shamed into it and did the right thing. And, they're, you know, they're going to pay. But, you know... <laughs> I don't think you'd have seen that with the Rooney family in Pittsburgh. No. I mean, you know, I just don't, I, I just don't get it, and it's it's sad. And that was a, that was uh, that brings us back to Wes and Abe uh, back in the days. Yeah, uh, learners would that be Mastercard from way back when? No, they are real estate. People. Real estate people. Okay. Uh, Tyson's, I don't know, you, you're familiar with D.C.? Yeah. Uh, Tyson's Corner. Look, yes. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, out yeah. in, yeah, they own they uh, own basically all of that area. Out near Fairfax, that whole area, Tyson's Corner, the shopping centers, the whole deal. There's hotels in there and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, the development is just astronomical. It take, has taken <laughs> off its between D.C. and Dulles. Oh, boy. All right, mm-hmm. so the NBA is going to do this 22-team. Uh, uh, finish the regular season to then determine a playoff position and, mm-hmm. then, and then get to the playoff. If they go all the way to Game 7 on the finals, October 12th would be the last day. I know they're getting back, so that's a good thing, but what did you think of the plan? I don't think it's too bad. Um, you know, I think uh, I would have preferred a little shorter regular season. I mean, they're going to be playing a lot of games every yeah. day. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, you know what, for, for maybe it's smart because we've been starved for sports for three months mm-hmm. and it'll be almost like the NCAA tournament. You know, you'll be able to turn it on and watch all day long. And let's face it, a lot of people aren't back at work yet or, you know, they've lost their jobs or they're still at home. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be at home um, from the post until after Labor Day. So, yeah. you know. Um, it, it's something it, it could be kind of fun I think we saw that with the golf you know it was different and you know again we are starved so perhaps our our uh, <laughs> the bar is low but uh, uh, you know I, I think it should be, be fun I don't it's a little long for me. It's a little too many. It's a few too many games for me. Maybe a 16 yeah. team tournament would have been better. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'll take it. Yeah, I think that's the way most people feel. They'll they'll take it. Probably even the same to a smaller extent, obviously, with the NHL. But there are a lot of people in Washington that that love Ovechkin and the Caps, and yeah. they'll, they'll be willing. They'll be willing to tune in in August and watch them play a playoff series. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, it will be a little bit different. It's without fans it's going to be weird yeah. and i'm not really sure you know i think the broadcasts are going to have to be innovative you know and, and let's face it barkley can only be at so many places at one time you know, <laughs> right um, 
maybe he could clone himself or something. Is it too late for that? <laughs> some days you want him cloned and some days you don't. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but I almost always I'm, <laughs> I'm a big up more Charles Cindy, Barkley. I am a, Cindy, I am a big Barkley guy. I am a huge because I think it's great to have somebody that is like Charles. Hey, it's great to have somebody like you. So to you and Ozzy... Oh. To you and Ozzy, it is great to have you both back with us, and I can't wait to talk with you again. Thanks. It was great to be with you. Cindy Bourne, Washington Post, along with Ozzy. Big fan of Ozzy, by the way. Big fan. You would, you would never say about Ozzy that the day we change cats is the equivalent of I could have been hit by a bus, and it still would have been a great day. <laughs> oh, boy. I know that we've launched an investigation in the station to find out which individual may have said that. <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment, brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Well, I know we're getting hit right now here in State College with a thunderstorm. Um, it's, it's, you know, there's only one area in the entire state where the weather's like San Diego. Um, you know, where it's 72 to 75 and sunny all the time. But enough of Ward 4. Uh, it's... <laughs> Oh, my goodness. The Colonial will be taking place tomorrow. And it's the first golf tournament back. The Colonial made its share of history 17 years ago when Annika Sormstam played in the tournament. It, it was... She didn't make the cut, but she played... She played as expected, really well. She always played well. Huge crowds cheering every shot. Uh, she was the first woman to play in a PGA Tour event since Babe Deidres and uh, Zaharias did back in, I think, boy, I want to say back in the 50s. And Vijay Singh would not play in the tournament because she was playing so well. If she's getting in without having to qualify, I'm not going. All right. Well, that's, you know. It's not the way, you know, things work. She got in, and guess what? And she's playing with two rookies out there at the time. And she'll tell you to this day, those two guys could not have made her experience more enjoyable. Uh, Now, she didn't make the cut, but guess what? It was great for the sport of golf. It was great. Um, now, it's almost like what Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady did because what they did, A, for charity, and then playing when they did, what they did was great for the sport of golf. Now, Colonial is going to be the site of the comeback for golf this year. And they, ex- except for Tiger, Tiger's, I don't know why Tiger's not in the field. 
Maybe he hadn't entered and decided not to, whatever. Uh, but it is a stacked field except for him. So we'll see if uh, yeah. they'll play without fans. Uh, Jim Nance will be there, but Nick Faldo is going to be in Florida watching on a monitor. But when they get to the memorial next month, they're, they're, they say they're going to let 8,000 fans in. Uh, 8,000 fans. NASCAR is going to let in. I don't know how many fans at Homestead NASCAR is going to let in. Um, we talk about how many fans IndyCar was going to let in, but you know, instead, you know, instead of following up the momentum of last weekend, they don't race again until the 4th of July. Uh, it's like, uh, what's going on here? Who's running that show? Whose advice are they taking? And then there's Major League Baseball. I think this is going to be one where the owners have to bite the bullet. Uh, You can get so stubborn on something. Look, they're going to lose money. They're obviously going to lose money. Uh, you know, you know they've had 10.7 billion in revenue last year, a record. But you know, you're going to lose 30 percent just by not having fans in. Now, I think before it's all said and done, they might be able to get some fans in. But what they've got to avoid, in my opinion, is they've got to avoid not playing. And the players, by the way, are not going to budge. You can tell they are not budging on this one. If they're going to play 80 games, they want to be paid for 80 games. And they don't want to do all the gymnastics of how this is going to be done and how much they get paid and so forth. They don't want to do that. The players don't. And the uh, um, but the players' proposal of what eighty nine games? I think that's the number, right? Eighty nine games. Yes, eighty nine. Right, but it takes the season to October eleventh. Oh, I'm sorry, seventy six a... now. Seventy six games. I th- oh no, it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The first time. But that was my point in this before. There's too many numbers I'm being really, thrown out here in the last three weeks with uh, the baseball. I'm really glad I asked. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> the problem with the players' proposal is this. Is that the 89 games takes you to October 11th. Then they won a 16-team playoff. And by having 16 teams in, it does expand the number uh, which also expands the number of weeks it will take to get a champion in the playoff. So now you're taking it into November. That's the pro- That's that's where I have a problem with it. At least the owners, when they were doing the 48 game thing, which is that's you know you don't feel like that's legitimate, but it ended September 27th, and then they were going to keep the playoffs the same as they are now. Uh, you know, it's 
The players aren't going to budge. But there is that that slight bit of hypocrisy to what the players are saying. I don't... uh, Okay, when they said, I'm concerned about playing for my own safety and the safety of my family. All right, I was fine with that. But every time you turn around, they're the ones saying we want to play more games. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you were worried about your safety, but you want to play more. Well, you want to play more because in a prorated salary, you get more. Over here in the back, not buying. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, great to have you with us. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And you can go online to sunburymotors.com. Check out the great lines of Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and also a fabulous selection of pre-owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. You hear a little bang here and there. We're in the middle of a severe thunderstorm warning. I mean, we are right in the thick of it here. Uh, right now, so we've had yeah, a few explosions around uh, the Sunbury Motors studio here. Well, you may hear that in the background from the time to time. That's fine. Uh, we were talking about baseball. Question's going to be is how do the owners end up reacting to this? Do you just come up with a different number to work with? Uh, again, I I feel. The owners have been winning one after another in these labor fights for 25 years. All right. The big one is coming up at the end of the 21 season. All right. Well, at the end of the 21 season, let's just see if... um, if they can come to an agreement, because that's when the CBA is up. Now, Jim Bowden on MLB Network, former general manager of the uh, Cincinnati Reds, among others. The draft, by the way, is today. It's only five rounds. And... And again, it's another mistake. I mean, it's, it's the five round draft's another mistake. I know next year it's going to go to twenty rounds, which still cuts all of this in half. Right? I, you know, I understand that. But the draft is, by the way, tonight. And by the way, the first round you're going to see a lot of left-handed hitting outfielders picked. I mean, there could be a half dozen picked. By the way in the draft tonight. That's where the strength is. Detroit has the first overall pick. And 
I think the question I I don't see, for example, the owners going for the eighty nine game schedule. But I could see them going for 75 or 76 games. The key is to end the season. If you're going to end it, first of all, the key is to start it. Try to start the darn thing on the 4th of July. Try to get it done by the last week of September. That's what you need to try and do. You can have the whole stage to yourself for a month. And let's even bring it to spring training because they'll show spring training games. You can have the stage yourself for six weeks, and you can make people feel good about your sport, feel good about your business, feel like they seem to have lost that part of it. I don't get it. I don't get why they don't understand what a great opportunity they have in a sport that is, by in some, in some. They feel because they want to start the season July 10th to the 15th. No, 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 no. You want to start on the 4th of July. Hey, it's just the right time. It's the right mix. It's smart. Just you feel like they've just totally and completely missed the boat. They missed an opportunity. The last thing you want to do is compete with the NFL. The next to last thing you want to do is compete with the NBA. Right? And then suddenly baseball is going to find itself in the month of August competing with the Stanley Cup playoffs, the NBA playoffs, the NFL preseason. Then you get to the weekend of September 5th. It's the Kentucky Derby. You know, I mean, now you're starting out. Remember how we talked about how the everything is backloaded on the schedule? Well, the longer you go with this, you're backloading baseball. Uh, Jim Bowden says the way he understands the spring training could begin in 7 to 10 days. Season would start between July 10th and the 15th. Regular season would end between the 27th of September and October 11th. And the only question remaining is how many games will be played. That's according to Jim Bowden. Now, he's the only one that has said this. So I'm not saying that that's how it's going to play out. But he's the only one to say it. This is also why there should be no expansion of playoffs either. I'm with you, Steve. 75 to 80 games... Play the full, uh, pay the players their full salary. Keep the playoffs the way it is. Yeah. Now, if you want to expand the playoff starting next year, okay. All right. Uh, in the next CBA, now I don't know what the players are going to demand in the next CBA. I I don't know. I can't. I can't even begin to guess where they are. Obviously, they want more money out of all of this. Um, but 
when I look at where Major League Baseball is, again, their problem is going to be the later they start, the more competition they're going to face. They can, you know, starting July 10th to the 15th, you got two and a half weeks for people to feel good about you. Hey, the NBA's starting again. Great. That's where they're going to be, and they don't get that. They don't get it. But and they've had it op- in World War II. A lot of major league players went to fight in World War II. Ted Williams was a fighter pilot, did so in Korea as well. Hank Greenberg, great Tigers player, right in the thick of battle, right in the thick of it. And. I I think Happy Chandler may have been the commissioner of baseball at that time. They they went to President Franklin Roosevelt, and they asked him, you know, what what should we do here? And President Roosevelt told them, hey, you know what? He said, this is what, you know, you keep playing. It would be good for the country if you did. And it turned out that you know, yeah, was it watered down, different, whatever? Yeah, it was. But they still played. Now, to let you know that it was run down just a bit, the St. Louis Browns, who are now the Orioles, were bad year in and year out. You're in, you're out, bad. Okay. Uh, But in 1944, they got to the World Series where they lost to the Cardinals. (laughs) But at least they played. And Major League Baseball's image, because they did play, was enhanced. They had the same opportunity now. Same opportunity now. And so far they have been squandering the opportunity. Been squandering it. The great Jason Stark. We've had Jason on the show before. And he writes an article, another memo to baseball, don't drive off this cliff 2.0. And he wrote, this was posted an hour ago on The Athletic. And he feels the same way I do. For some reason, the vo- he's talking about the voice in his head. Now, the last time I had somebody talk to me about the voice in his head, it was actually at the, the, the front table of the staff meeting. I found that frightening. I don't know about you. That's where that expression about being hit by a bus came in. (laughs) I have a voice in my head. (laughs) Great. Glad somebody listens. 
for some reason, that voice doesn't care much about prorated salaries, doesn't care about who agreed to what on March 26th, doesn't care about owner's cash flow, doesn't care about which side at the beginning at the bargaining table made the most outrageous offer. But that voice does care that the opportunity to open the season on the 4th of July has gone floating by as if it never mattered. It does care that the number of possible games this season keeps shrinking from 82 to 76 to 60 to 50 to maybe even 40-something. does care that we've arrived at a place where the goal sometimes seems to be play fewer games, not more games, which is the opposite of the goal every baseball, of every baseball fan I know. Jason Stark goes on to write, So you can understand why I'm sad and confused, angry, and sleep-deprived. That voice has had me all riled up. And it doesn't care who's right in this fight or who's wrong. That voice cares about baseball and where it's heading. I wrote a column a week and a half ago that flowed from a similar place in my soul. The headline read, Memo to Baseball, Don't Drive This Off the Cliff. I heard from so many people in the sport after I wrote that column that I lost count. But one of them was my was a man by the name of Jim Cott. And, uh, Jim Cott, you may know him currently as an awesome broadcaster. He was a great pitcher for the Twins, mostly with the Twins. He pitched 25 years in the league. Altogether, Jim Cott worked has worked in baseball for 60 years. Here were his words of wisdom. I repeated them a thousand times since. Sometimes... Actually, most times, being right is not as important as doing what is right. If you could print that up and bring it to the back corner office. No? Sure. These are are the words they live by in Ward 4. Sometimes... Actually, most times, being right is not as important in doing what is right. Jason Stark wrote, those aren't my words, but there is no better way to sum up my plea this week to all people who still have a chance to save this sport. I honestly don't care if you think you're right. I only care in what you do is right. And there's still time, there's still hope, there's still a way out. There is still a solution waiting to be found. There is so much opportunity in finding it. There's only disaster in perpetually fighting about it. This is, I mean, this is what we've been talking about for weeks, right? I mean, this, that's summed up for weeks we've talked about this. I've talked about the long-term health of the game, that you bite the bullet now so that you enter into what could be a wonderfully profitable era and fun for fans for years to come. In 1994, Matt, you know how many season ticket holders the Los Angeles Dodgers had? 32,000. Now, the Dodgers do extremely well last year, but do you know how many season ticket holders the Dodgers in 2019 had? I think it was 8,000, right? 8,000. They never gained those season ticket holders back. Yeah, they you know they, they, have, they have big crowds there, but people are like buying tickets on an individual basis, things like that. 
They don't have the season ticket holder anymore. Not there. They drove them away. Drove them away. A couple days after I wrote that column, begging these same people to avoid careening off that ledge, I was grumbling to a friend in baseball about how things had somehow gotten worse. His advice to me was, you should just retweet your column every day. So, I've retweeted eight days in a row since then. Why the heck not? But then the other day, a longtime baseball man I was speaking with had an important observation. I don't think that cliff exists anymore, he said. His point was that it had become clear that no matter how this turns out, there is going to be baseball this year, assuming this virus allows it. If there's not a deal, Major League Baseball will just announce a schedule, which, by the way, the commissioner does have the power to do. It's in that March 26th agreement actually has the power to say, we're playing and it's going to be 48 games. He has that power. It's in that agreement. The old cliff had a canyon so steep there would have been no way to survive the fall. There was no season at all on the other side of that cliff. So roaring over that cliff was a journey fraught with cataclysmic damage. But just because Cliff 2.0 will look less dangerous doesn't mean it isn't still a cliff. Well, the more I read this, the more I think about those Monday staff meetings. All right. We'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by, what are you laughing about? Here it's brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. The other guys way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Many years ago, Donald Fear was the head of the Major League Baseball Players Association, and he successfully negotiated contracts for the players against the owners. Donald Fear is now the head of the hockey union. And this is what he told the Canadian press earlier in the week about the agreement they have for the Stanley Cup playoffs. What I can say is this. We faced a common problem which arose entirely outside the ordinary labor-management relationship. 
and we can't resolve this by ourselves. There is a common recognition we're dealing with something entirely out of the ordinary, and we've got to figure out a way to deal with it. And that's what they've done, and that's what the NBA did, and that's what MLS did. This is not winning about winning or losing. But here's one of the problems that baseball has had in in the last month. If you go and you look at games of the past, hey, it's the 65 World Series. Hey, it's the 86 World Series. Hey, it's the, you know, whatever it happens to be. You want to know what you notice? You notice nobody stepping out of the batter's box. You notice that the games are two hours and 20 minutes. You, I know what you don't... You don't see any of the mumbo-jumbo you see today where the game's four hours. They, kept, they went out there and played. It was actually, you know, you, that's one of the problems they've had. The games of the past, like, oh, that only took 225? Really? That'll be a problem that we'll talk about later. And here's a big problem baseball also has if they foul this up. And right now, to their credit, they've become experts on it. There is no Cal Ripken Jr. and an incredible streak to bail them out and make people feel great about the sport. 